you are listening to the F11 Photography Podcast. of light to the purveyors of pictures to all of you listening and now watching from around the world this is the f11 photography podcast i am your host kevin deal along with your other host mr brandon gory hello everyone and welcome to the f11 photography podcast this is a, well, I guess, yeah, I, this is a podcast where you can come and, and take a load off. It's a podcast where you can come and learn about photography, motion picture, and join us as we explore photography in both its technical aspects and its ambitious abstract form. Yes, this is the F11 Photography Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. And you may be watching on YouTube and being like, what do you mean it's season two? This is your very first episode you have uploaded. And you are correct because season one is 100% on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the major podcast platforms. It is audio only. And uh, for those of you who are joining us in season two, who joined us in season one, thank you for coming back. We did take a hiatus at the end of December and early January because we have lives and that's an important thing to spend time with family and all that. But uh, lives, those, yes, lives. But for those of you who are primarily listeners and you're not going to join us on YouTube, that's totally fine. We're still going to continue this as a pod, as a podcast. Uh, but we're also going to take it to YouTube and we'll do our very best, like when we're describing something, uh, to be very descriptive. Because if you're listening, we may go, oh, look at this or look at that. And you may be like, dude, I'm just sitting here in my car in traffic and I don't see anything, Kevin. Yeah. So we used to like over describe things. We'd like, we beat something into oblivion because we knew that we had no way to show people. Yes. And now so, we do. So, so now that we are on video as well, if you are a listener, give us a little grace. It's something that we're going to have to develop a skill at, which is, oh yes, I need to be more descriptive because part of the reason why we want to be on YouTube now, there's, a, there's, a few reasons. Uh, one, and the most important, is that this is a photography and videography uh, related podcast. That's what we talk about. We talk about things that are visual. We are visual. That's that's who we are. That's who you are, probably, if you're watching this or listening to this. You are a visual uh, artist because you pick up cameras and you go take pictures of things that you see or you record things in video that you see. And so we don't feel like we could take this uh, to its uh, fullest potential if we didn't have some sort of visual accompaniment. And so that's what we're going to do on YouTube. Uh, maybe if we have a guest in here, we'll have their work displayed uh, on my laptop, which we can use our little switcher. And yes, we'll talk about Lucy here in a second. Uh, but well, let's just talk about Lucy right now. So Lucy is our mascot. She freaks Brennan out, which is why I have not let her leave yet. Uh, I had... I actually found Lucy, and this is going to make Brandon laugh because he hasn't heard this part of the story. I was uh, jogging, and I was taking my dog for a, a jog, and it was trash day, and someone had this on their on on their curb, and I was like, 
that's cool. I'm going to use it for a shoot. And uh, I was uh, I was like, I'm eventually going to give it maybe to a designer because if you don't know, Brennan and I are both portrait photographers. We tend to work with like fashion and agencies and brands and stuff like that. And so uh, having a mannequin isn't the worst thing to have around if you're in that sort of industry. And so I grabbed her, but I didn't have a name for her. I was teaching a class on lighting and uh, I asked one of the students, I was like, hey, I have this mannequin because my model didn't show up that day. She was sick. And I said, name the model. And he's like, she's named Lucy. So Lucy is our freaky mascot. Uh, we'll leave her up here for as long as Brandon can stand. And uh, yeah. yeah, what you don't know about Lucy is when Kevin found her, there wasn't any duct tape on her. What, what really happened was Kevin took Lucy home and then he ventured to his basement where they had a lot of fun for several hours and she came out, she came out looking like this. Do you want to know why I know Brandon is a liar? Because there are no basements in Texas. So, You're pr he, the, proverb up a the proverbial basement. <laughs> so, so uh, this channel is as much about photography and videography and as much as it is about me and Brandon and our relationship with each other. So real quick, we do need to reintroduce ourselves to people who've been with us for a while because not everybody caught on on season one, episode one, where we both interviewed each other and you got to know us. But if you do want to go more in depth on knowing us, I do recommend you go check out season one, episode one. And we may we may release our old episodes on YouTube at some point. That is a project that I'm going to put on the back burner. We, I started to, I put the first three episodes on. As a matter of fact, I think at the time of this recording, I still have uh, the first few episodes up there. So I, I may do it, but man, we did 50 episodes last year. I don't know if I have time to go back and upload yeah. 50 episodes. I think we could also do a rehash as well, because a year is a long time. We might not even have the same opinions or views on things because, you know, of course, as time goes by, we are learning, we are changing, and that's that's really important for any photographer to do as well. Absolutely. So like most uh, friendships, we met over drinks. Okay. So we had a friend, Raphael, who actually was on season one. Uh, you can go check that out if you want to listen to that awesome interview. He's a very artistic photographer, very interesting guy. And he was like, hey, the three of us should go out for drinks. And so we were like, yeah, let's go out for drinks. And so uh, like, half hour before we got for drinks, he's like, Hey, uh, I can't make it, but you two should just go. And so we did and we hit it off and we immediately like recorded a YouTube episode on the Holga 120 N camera. And yeah, which is a total piece of shit. And then, uh, from there, like uh, January one of last year, 2023, I was like, Hey, I'm going to start a podcast. And then I thought to myself, well, Nobody wants to just hear me talk for an hour. That would really suck. And uh, having one perspective on everything is really boring. And I knew that Brandon was a little different than me. You know, he's about, I don't know, 15, 18 years younger than me too. So a little different perspective. And so I was just like, hey, let's start a podcast. He's like, sure. And like that was it. And and here we are a year later. We have a full setup. We got our own little, like we got our studio. We've got our own space. If someone came up to me a year ago, Kevin said, like, by the way, you're going to be doing a podcast with another photographer and it's going to develop to the point where we're on video um, with all these ideas, with with several guests on, more than several guests on who have, you know, international, not international, but well, maybe like more international. Um, clout? Clout? What's the, what's the non like hood word for clout? I don't know. Renown? Uh, prominence. <clears throat> prominence. Yeah. yeah, sure. So we've had a lot of great guests on and I would have told you, you were a liar. It's, it's incredible that we're here now and it's, it's really exciting. 
Absolutely, absolutely. We've had some great guests on here, and we're going to have some great guests moving forward uh, on those episodes. We're going to have to get rid of Lucy uh, because there's not enough room. Such to, a, it's a bummer, really. It's, yeah, it's, it's terrible. So, so then it'll like turn into between two ferns, but it'll be between two morons. The guests will be between two we're gonna morons. We're going to have a, a guest just peeking through here and just like, yeah, this is my opinion on photography. When I started out as a whatever, it's, it's going to be... It's going to be really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually, we're going to get a bigger space. So, uh, but this is what we do. This is the F11 Photography Podcast, which is now, of course, on YouTube. And uh, we don't ask for money. We don't have a Patreon or anything like that. We still we have sponsors. And uh, one of the reasons we started on YouTube is because eventually we can hopefully monetize. And so that, that'll be nice. But we don't we don't want to do the Patreon thing where our hat's in hand and it's like, hey, man, buy us a cup of coffee. You know, it's not really it's not really our, our, our vibe. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, but we do have sponsors and we're going to go into our first sponsor right now, which is Gamut. Today's episode is sponsored by Gamut. Are you looking for world-class cinematic video LUTs? Check out Gamut. Whether you're shooting on Sony, Canon, Panasonic, Nikon, DJI, or Blackmagic, their conversion LUTs bring all your footage to the same starting place. That's right, if you're shooting a wedding and one of your cameras is Canon and the other is Nikon, the footage will all end up looking the same. And don't worry, Fuji users, help is on the way. I've actually been in contact with Gamut and they're telling me that they are working on LUTs for Fuji. They also make creative LUTs that are catered toward weddings, commercials, editorials, and YouTube projects. Gamut now also offers movie barcode generators. Want to create your own movie barcode? Well, now you can by using their entirely free movie code barcode generator. Use that generator to build out palettes and barcodes for your films. Go to gamut.io to check out their insanely generous holiday offerings, and I'll leave a link in the description of this pod. Hey, this is Vanessa Joy, and you're listening to the F11 Photography Podcast. Okay, so we are back. We're back. Yes, we have sponsors. Uh, we do that so we don't have to ask you for money. But one thing I do want to get out of the way is that if you are somebody who is a longtime listener, first and foremost, thank you. And if you could, because we are actually starting with zero subscribers, maybe four or five on YouTube, we are starting yeah. from scratch on YouTube. So if you listen to this pod and you love this pod and you want us to grow, uh, please go to YouTube and subscribe. That would be awesome. We, and if, if you have a little bit extra time, make several burner accounts on YouTube and subscribe <laughs> with those as well. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then just, you know, like set up six or seven computers and just hit play on our episodes all day. And yeah, like, like if, run, run our run times up. Because that's how YouTube works. If you happen to know an Indian bot farm and you're on good terms with them, send them our way. Yes, yes. So, uh... I mentioned, you know, so this episode is going to be kind of a getting to know us. We're going to go into episodes on photography and videography in depth soon, uh, very soon. But Brennan and I have been gone for almost three weeks. And so we are now reconvening and we are uh, working on this new video version of the F11 podcast. So what did you do on your vacation, Brandon? Well, on my vacation, I got to spend time with my family. Awesome. Yes. Did you go anywhere special? Well, let me tell you, I went to North Carolina. Okay, I'm going to cut this bit right now. Not cut not cut this, but I'm cutting myself. So yeah, we went to North Carolina. And 
Kevin, I know that you're a very busy person. I'm a very busy person. I usually don't take weekends and that's not like a brag or anything like that. It's just like, I'm very, I'm, I'm very happy to constantly be moving. And I went to spend time with my parents, my folks, uh, for about a week and a half in the outskirts of Raleigh, North Carolina. And there was nothing to do over there. And so... So I take it Raleigh, not very close to the Smoky Mountains because there's plenty to do there. It's it, pretty. It's not. Well, it's <clears throat> there's like kind of like stuff to do in Raleigh, but it's just like it's kind of like Austin. It's like you walk around, you you eat, you drink, and then you walk some more, you know, in, in that way. There's not like a super like spectacle to see, especially over the winter break when like nobody's there. So we spend a lot of time cooking, drinking coffee, watching movies. We watch The Dirty Dozen. I don't know if you've seen The Dirty Dozen. Fantastic movie. Yes. And I've. As wonderful as it was to see my parents, I love my folks. I love spending time with them. It was very unproductive, and I, I wanted to like run a marathon every time I woke up. It was just like, I need something to do. I need something to do. Um, but other than that, it was fantastic. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, I was busy, man. I did a, I did a whole rebranding uh, of my, my photography. Uh, I got a new logo designed. I did a whole bunch of stuff. And then I I've, uh, released nine youtube videos when you include shorts oh since january 1st tell tell the audience a little bit about those those nine videos kevin so are they all youtube videos well they're all released on youtube but uh <clears throat> three six of them are are shorts it's still really impressive. Three videos over the break is insane. Like three actual like videos. Yeah, yeah. That's, I have I have, I have two more ready to go for next week. So wow, I, I've I've been super busy. So if you don't know, and it's it's a self promotional thing here. I, I have my own YouTube channel where I do uh, reviews on gear. I do tips, techniques, and tutorials, and we dive into film on my epi- on my on my channel. So check that out. Yeah, it's uh, just Kevin Deal Photography, and I'll I'll, I'll put a card up uh, up here because we can do that. But uh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing about YouTube, cross-promotion. Yeah. But I've been contacted by so many companies uh, from China. Yeah. A ton. And But here's the thing. They are upping their game. So I bought two Stella Pro lights, which were not cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're familiar with the Stella Pro Reflex lights, they're not cheap. Uh, I should be getting them hopefully in the next week or two. And I'm going to do a full review on that. But for a quarter of the price... I was sent this. <laughs> That's whoa, may I? Grab that. Yeah. Whoa. This looks like a this looks like a tunneling device for like for our troops in Iwo Jima or something like this. Yeah, so like it a, looks like, like yeah, it's got light. like a NATO rail system or something so you can attach like your 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 yeah. uh your reflex sight on there. It, and is start... it chambered in 556? Five, five, like, what is this thing, bro? It's not 556 five, NATO. So this is a light, and I'm not I'm not promoting this. I'm, I'll eventually do a review on it. I, I tried it out yesterday at a session, but I cannot describe how insane the metal work is on this. This feels way better than any strobe I own. Now, this is a continuous light. It's not a strobe. It's made this by... is continuous. Yeah, it's continuous. So it's made by a company called Inky. It is IP65, so you can take it out in the rain. Uh, and then... You just twist it. It takes a little bit of twisting because this thing gets hot and you don't want to cause a fire. But like you can see you can see how much time you have left and all this other stuff. It's just USB-C. It's, it's really cool. So anyway, point being is I'm getting all of these, all these really cool products from, from China of all places. But 
I have so many LED lights right now. I don't know. Maybe we'll give one away in one of our episodes because I just got contacted by Godox again. I have like so many Godox lights now and uh, it's, it's, it's insane. But to your question, you were talking about YouTube. An interesting thing, because I know a lot of you who watch this probably don't know how any of this works because you don't, you don't have a YouTube channel, but there is an algorithm that YouTube has that's insane with shorts. So what they do is when you release a short, they'll just like release it out in the wild and it'll get a ton of views and you'll just see it go flat. They release it one more time and then it goes flat. And then like you won't get a view on a, on a short for like days. Or you might get like, you might, you, you might get a thousand views in an hour and then 10 views the rest of the day. It's, it's yeah. so, it is one of the most controlled things. Uh, I guess, I guess the, the point there is don't put all your eggs in one basket if you're trying to make money because somebody else is controlling how much money you make. It's interesting. Yeah. A lot of, as, as someone who works in the YouTube space, it's kind of interesting is I know several big YouTubers, um, they actually, they spend a lot of money uh, per month to have professional um, media, media places, media production companies to actually make multiple shorts a day for them at a really like high tier level. And they'll include like B-roll taken from the internet. They've got their own graphics, graphics packs and everything. Their own like special like um, way to subtitle and transcribe videos. And so these like minute to three minute shorts on YouTube that you'd think should take like 10, 20 minutes you do on yourself. Like they actually have a video team working on for you like day and night. And it, it costs like thousands and thousands of dollars a month. And so the reason being is shorts are incredibly important. That's what drives your subscribers. That's what drives people to your main videos because your main video algorithm, especially on a smaller account, is just not as good as shorts. So you're saying that we should make shorts on this channel so we can start making money. Yes. <laughs> and get subscribers. Uh, yes. I think, I think, I think with YouTube to monetize, I think you need like a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watching or something like that, or they changed it. That is lowered. It's 500 subscribers. And I think, I think the watch time has been lowered, but there's, uh, there's either ors now. Oh, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cause when I, I, I monetized back in 2022 and I, I want to say it was like 4,000 hours plus a thousand subscribers or something like that. So I'm glad, I'm glad they finally like changed it. But, um, so an interesting thing, if you're new to this channel, uh, Brennan and I, we both have two very different personalities. And mm. if you listen to season one, I'm the gearhead and Brandon is the abstract guy. That's really our relationship. However, things change. In the last two months, Brandon has outspent me on equipment by a metric shit ton. So we are recording ourselves on a new Nikon Z8 right now, which if you are a, are you, if you are hip to Nikon, you know how much that costs. I also see a small rig cage on there, which is specifically designed for a Nikon Z8. And I know that wasn't free. <laughs> Uh, and so why don't you tell us what else you've purchased since you spent $4,000 on your Nikon Z8? What else have you purchased recently that has a comma in the price tag? Oh boy. Um, well, I recently got a mint RB67. An RB or RZ? Well, okay. I was going to get the RZ and the RZ is full like the rz is beautiful the pro 2 and I, I wanted to get it and mint it would have been uh 1700 um like top rated mint from these japanese sellers and i was going to pull the trigger I, I was actually talking to you about this the other night at like 1 a.m i was going to pull the trigger on a pro 2 but because it is so electronic uh, electronically dependent if there was a failure the reinvestment would be would be terrible it is a lot of money to get any electronics uh fixed on the rz pro 2 
And Willem Verbeek, whom I know you've seen on YouTube maybe, you know, like a handful of times, he has two RZ Pro 2s and they're both they're both duds. Like yeah. Well, so, I remember I remember so, well, I got the RB67 because <laughs> funny enough, Kevin has a video on YouTube about how to convert it for flash really easily. I've already bought those components by the way. So 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 question for you. Did <clears throat> you right. did you search for me specifically or did you just search how to use flash with an RB67 and then you came across my video? How did um, it go down? Oh my gosh. Kevin, you're just just leading the leading the question here. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna frame this for Kevin. So no, I was just I was just so curious about how how do I use the RB67 and put a flash on it, and make that work in the studio, and so me being just completely unaware of how to do that, I typed into Google, not YouTube, Google. I typed into Google how to use the RB67 with flash, and lo and behold, the first video on YouTube. I clicked on it. And he saw it his, was Kevin. He saw his podcast it partner. He's like, oh, this fucking idiot. I was like, oh my gosh, wow. This is so helpful. Okay. Yeah. No, it was extremely helpful. There was no there were no other videos on YouTube um that, that were just as helpful. It was clean, concise. And that's not to that's not to jack Kevin off. It's it's really just to like I needed I needed an answer. <laughs> I needed I needed a solution for a problem. I was just like okay I'm gonna save about a grand on on this purchase. It's a mint RB67, like looks untouched. There are no scratches on it. I need to use it for flash. I don't need to spend an extra grand to make it my life a little bit easier when I can just buy the dongles. Kevin's video came up. It was fantastic. So, kind of re, kind of rephrasing what Kevin said earlier about him being the tech guy, me being the abstract guy. If I ever need anything solved with my cameras or anything film related that's like out of the box, not really found anywhere else in YouTube, Kevin usually has an answer that he's like, like that he's thought through in the last five years and practiced and done. And he can give that to me and probably to you. Like you're now watching this. Guess what? You have access to Kevin, which is going to be great yep. for your photography. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm I'm. A little shocked that he went with the RB, but I think that's a great choice. Uh, I remember when I was in the same boat, uh, Tyler Shields. If you're a uh, if you're a film photographer, you probably know who Tyler Shields is. He and I were talking online, and he was very helpful. And uh, he was actually giving me the hard sell on the RZ. But uh, you know, Tyler Shields sells prints for like thirty five thousand dollars. So he and I live in a different world. Yeah, and I was just like, you know. I kind of like the idea of something without a battery. It's completely mechanical. And as long as you can find parts for it, if something breaks, you can fix it. And we have a really cool mechanic uh, a photography uh, repair guy here that we use in, in Austin that's really, really badass from Europe. And so I decided to go with the RB. And I have a confession to make, man. I shoot on a Hasselblad uh, 500cm. I shoot on the Mamiya C330. I shoot. Uh, I've shot on a lot of film cameras, and my favorite film camera to run in the entire world is the RB67. There's this just beautiful rhythm to it. It's a it's it's a machine. It's a mechanical machine, and it has. I and mean, one of these days, being that we're visual now, I should have maybe even brought it in so you could hear the beautiful sounds that it makes. And maybe we'll do that at a later date, but. The the RB sixty seven to me and shooting in the six by seven six by seven uh, format is absolutely uh, just stunning. I love the way it looks, and some of my best work was shot in six by seven. That's that's why I got it. I started. I asked myself like, okay, what do I want out of this camera? I want to shoot six by seven, and I like a, apart from that, I just want to use it in studio. Your video solved the studio question, and the six by seven is like, okay, we're gonna test the ninety uh, ninety millimeter three point eight. I believe is it a three point eight. 
Uh, yes. <clears throat> and that crowd, that's that's roughly a fifty. Yeah, it's like it's you take it and you multiply it by 0.5. So it's for 45. So for a 35 millimeter SLR, or DSLR, or mirrorless, full uh, full frame, a 90 uh, 90 millimeter in six by seven breaks down to around 50 millimeters. Yeah, so it's basically a 45 millimeter shot in full frame. But if full frame were shot in a six by seven aspect ratio versus a two by three aspect ratio, so yes, that's 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 how you would view that. But uh, no, the RB67. Um, my YouTube channel, my most viewed uh, YouTube video is the beginner's guide to the RB67. It's like when you type in RB67 on Google, in addition to like how to use the flash, those are the two most like they come up the most. It's ranked number one. So that video helped monetize my channel, that and my R7 review, which I happened to get the very first Canon R7 in all of Austin. And I put out a terrible like quality. Mm -hmm. I, it was it was just fast. I was like, I'm gonna put the first review out on YouTube. I beat like Jared Pullen. I beat Chelsea and Tony Northrup. Yeah. I I got my R7 review out before anybody. And like I was getting like 25 hours of views every like 10 minutes. It was insane. Like wow. it was just it was just shot through and it, it helped monetize my channel. So we yeah. we hustle. We hustle in the YouTube world. That's just the way it goes. One What's last up? thing I do want to say is for anyone watching and uh and, and you're looking to get into the six by seven format. Um, the RB67s and the RZ67s have never been cheaper. They have not been this affordable in about six, seven, eight years, maybe. I got a brand new RB67 for 600 bucks on eBay. Like that's in, that's insane. That used to used to be up in the thousands. Um, years ago. How much ago. did you get it for? Six nineteen. Uh, RB no lens or with lens with with, with, with the ninety with lens yeah with, with the, the 90. ninety that's good. Yeah, usually they come with the one twenty seven, which I believe is also an f three point eight. Um, maybe it's a three point five. I don't remember. It's my least used lens. Well, uh, that that's the thing about the RZ six seven Pro two, which is so attractive, is they have that one ten two point eight, which oh. is yeah, it's basically your normal field of view, fifty five millimeter roughly. Yeah, uh, at two point eight, but. You know, the thing about it is it's not a depth of field thing, really. It's a light thing because obviously if you're watching this and you shoot on medium format, your depth of field is more shallow. As a matter of fact, I it's interesting because I shoot on the Fuji GFX and I shot a campaign. I'm shooting a, a campaign for a Brazilian jiu-jitsu company right now. And I started shooting my campaign on my GFX 100S. But even at like I, I typically shoot at F8 or F11 in the studio. And even that sometimes is too shallow. I'm like, holy crap, man. Like some of this is out of focus somehow. So I went the opposite way. Uh, they they booked me for several more dates for this campaign. I brought my, I brought my, hold on, I'll get it right here. I brought my X-H2 with me and APS-C is on the opposite side of the spectrum. It's a deeper depth of field. So like if you shoot at F11, it's almost like two stops deeper than medium format and like uh, full frame is about one stop in between that. So uh, I, I did it and like I didn't have to worry about uh, focus fall off as much. I was like, no, everything everything looks great. Even if the, the athletes are moving around and all that. So yeah, yeah. So these are so sick. The, the design of Fuji has always been... It's just so Japanese. It's like that Tokyo minimalism, you know what I mean? And I know that that sounds super like insensitive and ridiculous, but just like the Japanese have a way where they just incorporate their culture into everything they make. <laughs> if, if Fuji could only get on board with autofocus, I mean, I've, I've, I've so that's the X-H2. Their, their best autofocus camera is the X-H2S, which I had the chance to try out. And it's good, but it's not great. Like, uh, hold on. I have... I have this camera right here, which costs half as much. And I even have a camera smaller than this, the uh, R50 from Canon. That's like a quarter of the price of that Fuji X-H2. And the autofocus is 
literally 10 times better. It's just like eye, it just like sticks on your eye the whole time. And yep. you don't even have to think about focusing on things anymore. So Fuji, if you're watching this, please, please, please invest in your autofocus. Uh, it was a, that was a thing. I did a, a, a video about the GFX 102. And I haven't used one, so it was just observations. But uh, you know, the the limitations of the autofocus are still there. It's better from what I've seen. It looks better, but it's not like it's not Canon. It's not gonna. It, and it, there's limitations with the physical lenses and everything because it's more glass to move and all that. But anyway, yeah. went on a little bit of a tangent. But bottom line is, is Brandon has spent more money on gear than I have this year. I still spent money. Uh, I bought this R8, and I did a review on it, and I don't regret it because. The amount of advertising revenue I've gotten off my R8 review, like within a month, I've already paid like 15%. It's already, I've already made like 15% of the price of this camera in a month. Like it's, like in a year, this camera is going to be paid off in nothing but ad See, revenue. That's fantastic. It's, it's so difficult to start getting ad revenue on YouTube. And Kevin, more than anyone else, deserves it because you grind so much to get your YouTube videos out there. I don't even know how you, how you found the time. Oh, uh, well, people like, sleep. Like a I Superman. don't. Yeah, for real. Like, <laughs> yeah, the family goes to sleep and then I, I, I just, I, if, I grind. If Adderall so. was a person, <laughs> it would be Kevin. <laughs> oh, good Lord. So, so, uh, you know, this is not going to be a long episode today. We're just kind of playing catch up. We're going to do, uh, episodes on cinema. We're going to do episodes on color grading. We're going to have guests in here. We're going to, we're going to do episodes on, um, philosophy like i want to do an episode on when to shoot black and white and when to shoot color uh there's a lot of different uh, uh things that we want to explore on this show and uh, we hope to take you with us on this journey because it's fun it's and you can you, you know brandon and i we literally met each other and started a podcast so it's like we're actually getting to know each other while you're getting to know us. It's it's an interesting dynamic, but so far, uh, a year in, because we released our first episode about a year and a, well, about a week from now, it will have been our very first uh, episode that we released, which was January 20th of that 2023. Is. Started yeah. on a cold night at the tavern or the pint house. Yes. What the we, hell was it? <laughs> where, we, where did we meet? We drank enough beers to the point where it's like, okay, we have to cut ourselves off so we can drive home. We we, we had some conversations just, for yeah. sure. I think we're. It was a Stella night. It was a Stella Artois night. Yeah, I and think. I brought I brought my uh, seven and a half millimeter uh, lens with me uh, because I'm a gearhead. That's what I do. Ke and uh, well, I don't I don't drink very much anymore. But Kevin hands me the camera. He's like, check out this camera. It's got a 14 millimeter lens on it. And, and I just I, like I pick up the camera. I'm like, I can't feel my hands. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> it's <was> good. <laughs> like, right. like, what are, like this is a great camera, dude. I can't feel my fingers. Fun. Yeah, that was all. That was all, that was my Fuji XH2. I'd just gotten it at that point. So, but this is a short episode. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and peace out. So here we go. That does it for today's episode. We thank each and every one of you for spending your time with us, not only on Apple and Spotify, but now on YouTube. Check us out at f11pod.com. You can find us on all the major social media handles with f11pod. Oh, I still haven't, still haven't started a Threads account. Maybe one day. But we're definitely on... A, we don't need it. Yes, we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram, which are the two ones that matter anyway. But... Our philosophy on here is, until next time, chase light and not algorithms.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about this podcast, go to www.f11pod.com.